back. Second hour of the shop girl. Sorry, I felt like I was going to um, cough, but that's okay. We're back. <laughs> and, uh, hour you're two. While you're supposed to be I am here? not currently eating, and I'm allowed to take a bite during breaks, well, Mom. Well, yes, if you can make sure that you aren't going to choke. I just need to take a drink. Air. I'm Allie. That's my mother, Harmony, of <laughs> it course. Is. It is that time in the show. Josh, I don't know if we even warned you about this, where we usually open the phone lines and take questions. So... I know you can handle it. I'm ready for it. You're so ready. <laughs> I've been keeping an eye on the phone. Just... Nobody's called yet. So we'll <laughs> 651-641-1071 is our number. If you have a question, if you've had a great shopping conquest, if you're out somewhere today and want to tell us what's going on, if you have an idea for me for my dresser situation, I am going to hit up uh, World Market this oh, afternoon. Yeah. And great update. Just got a photo from the hubby. He went and picked up the rug, so I don't have have to go he back there. Well trained. I think that's. <laughs> I didn't even think. I honestly didn't even think about it, but that was very nice of him. If you don't know what I'm talking about, make sure you podcast hour <laughs> one. Um, again, our number is six five one six four one one zero seven one. You can also hit us up on Twitter at Ally Shops is me, and at Harmony Kaplan is my mom. Or go to mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Click on the Shop Girls page and email us there. We have Renee on the line first. Hi, Renee. Hi, I caught the last end of your interview with the lady with the vintage shop. Could you please tell me the name of the shop again? Absolutely. It's called Tandem Vintage, T-A-N-D-E-M, Tandem Vintage. In the Kingsfield neighborhood? Yeah, the address is 316 West 38th Street in Minneapolis. Thank you. You bet. I'm going to be on Grand Avenue in a little bit. Oh, good. Oh. Well, make sure you give her give her our best. Have fun Will shopping. Do. Okay. Thanks, Thank Renee. You. Thank you. Um, I bet Josh has a question. Josh, do you have a question? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I need to not spend money places right now. That's kind of where I'm at. Oh, I get it. I mean, oh, yeah. We I, did talk about Target, and that's kind of like an addiction. It should be an addiction or considered one at least. So uh, swiping the red card is something I do way too many times. <laughs> yeah, I get it. um, it's e- you know what? It's even easier when you have the app on your phone and yeah, you just give yeah. it to them and they just zap it. Right. You, can also, you know what you can also do on your app? You can also look at how much money you've spent, and that's not healthy either. Oh, no. Oh, don't ever go to that area, I haven't Josh. Done that. No, no, don't you don't want to do, do that. that. Um, we do have a couple of questions uh, that came in over email or things that you've gathered, or what, what were they, Mom? I do. Oh, I no. You oh. Did. You were... oh, yeah. Well, it wasn't on email. Yes, that's that's what... your cue. I didn't know what All you right. Meant. We have a couple questions it's that we're actually... going to answer. Well, no, because I thought this was it. Vanessa Friedman from I see, was uh, New York Times actually got this question. Okay. And I thought we could weigh in on it because right, I thought right. it was Let's kind of interesting. Agree. So she got the question asking about lingerie options for mature women. Um, who want to, <laughs> it says, what lingerie options are there for a mature woman who wants to disrobe or appear in the bedroom already changed into lingerie? Okay, we're going to like hold, we're put that out there, ponder that, call us if you want to weigh in. We are going to tell you the answer after we talk to Kathy. Oh, you scared me. Okay. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Hi, what's on your I, mind? I just wanted to tell you, Um, that there's a shop that's called Reclaiming Beautiful. It's in Stillwater next to the post office. And they take um, vintage furniture, but they redo it all. They make it, um, you know, they paint it or put new hardware and things on it. So it's got that 
sturdiness of vintage furniture, but it has a new, refreshed look. I love that. That's so funny. I was just thinking that I haven't done like a a summer day in Stillwater. Same here. We haven't been to Stillwater in a couple years. That would be very fun. Great (laughs) suggestion. Tell the name one more time. Reclaiming Beautiful. I love it. I love I when we to. crowdsource with the Shop Girls listeners. Thanks for calling, and Kathy. I want to reclaim beautiful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would like to reclaim some beautiful yeah. in a lot of areas <sighs> of my life. Yes. That sounds really good. Yes. Okay, so okay. back to so, the lingerie. Right. So she wants to know what she can do. She says, thinking back to her youth, garter belts, sheer baby dolls, thongs, or even bikini underwear either seemed ridiculous or no longer flattering to my body now. But I enjoy beautiful underthings. And I don't want to give up the pleasure. So um, Vanessa said that she thinks that you don't have to give up that pleasure, that it shouldn't have anything to do with birthdays or size or shape. And if you enjoy wearing baby dolls or garter belts or any of those things, that you should still do it. And Cora Harrington, who is the author of Intimate Detail, How to Choose, Wear, and Love Lingerie, said there's no age limit. It's not in the least bit ridiculous to still enjoy those items. What do you think? I think that, I mean, you should do whatever makes you feel good, especially when it comes to lingerie and you're talking about at home and... um, Well... You're talking about at home, but at the same time, I mentioned slip dresses. I mean, dresses. for some people, I guess, right? For for most of us. I mean, yeah. I think the, the the slip dress trend, as we have discussed, where it really is like a piece of laundry, that to me, I mean, you, look, I don't want, I don't think anybody should be limited. I think we should all wear whatever feels good yeah. and makes us happy. But that to me is a trend that is, um, it's a very specific body type. That well, that you know, I mean, for. way back. There's a short shelf when life Elizabeth for that. Taylor. Yeah. was in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof and in Butterfield 8. She wore these white silk chemises. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, now they're obviously very back, very much back in style. But this author also said she said, I love a long silk nightgown with a deep V-neck and lush lace details. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Josie Notori, who yes. is known as a lingerie, yep. you know, expert and all, and founded Notori, she recommends a bralette and pajama pant, like we talked about last oh. week, that Gwyneth Paltrow yeah, was wearing for great. her pajama. I couldn't event. sleep in any of that. I don't want stuff on my legs. I don't want really? anything that's twisting around me. No, just get it away from me. Um, Doris is on the line. Hi, Doris. Hi. What's on your mind? Hi. Um, I just had a, a suggestion, and I I was away from the radio for a while. Someone might have already suggested Upsy Daisy and White Bear. Oh, that's another good one no nobody Boy. has said that one Isn't yeah, it all I these great several stories? things from them good you know i mean it's all sturdy and it's all redone and they yeah it's so, so good on and your way to still water check them out that's yeah, right i'll, I'll make the whole circuit yes indeed and then there's a green it's called the blue door i think too just down the street from upsy daisy so there's two right in white bear right Two doors from each other. That's a good idea. White Bear and Stillwater could knock that out in one fun day. Great day for a drive. Thank you for calling, Doris. And also, what a good reminder that, you know, you do have to think beyond just like the Ikeas and the big box stores. There are so many ways to go about it. And if you're a real, if you're truly a, you know, hunter and gatherer, well, you could go to hunt and gather. Did you ever think of that? um, Sure. Yeah. But I mean, beyond places like that, 
I mean, there, you know, retro wanderlust and Hopkins is another great destination, but you just have to go with the right mindset and know that you're, you know, you're looking, but there are a lot of places where people will refinish it. If you go to some of those smaller places and you find a dresser, how do you get it home? You put it in your car. Well, but you know what I'm saying. Some I don't know, not Mom. Fit I mean, in some, a car. I'm sure some places have, well, I don't know. You make arrangements, you tie it to the roof, or maybe, I don't know if any of them offer delivery. I don't think most of those small places usually do. Okay, you figure it out. You call a friend who has a big truck. Oh, okay. <laughs> or you bring a wagon, bring one red wagon and just, <laughs> just take it Or home. you could have your husband carry it and run alongside of the car. There you go. Because he's strong. There you go. So. Um, all right. One more question. Um, and that is, this is a big one, it was in the Wall Street Journal. Can you wear terry cloth to a cocktail party? That's a good question, isn't it? I mean, it's a very interesting thing because terry cloth has suddenly become high fashion. Even, you know, we think of it as dish towels or we think of it as casual um, wear, especially mm-hmm. in the summer, like for, you know, rompers or cover up and all that. But it has become um, something that designers are now looking at and making into dresses as well. And there were a couple different people who weighed in, one who thinks it's a great idea. The designer, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, Aaliyah. Uh, it's A-L-A-I-A, mm-hmm. um, designed a hooded black and white dress with a, a high slit on the thigh mm-hmm. and thinks that it's, <clears throat> excuse me, a great look to wear in the evening as well. And there are others who say that basically it's still a towel. And, you know, you think about <clears throat> the robe that you put on when you get out of the shower and it's a great feeling to, you know, mm-hmm. have that on, but you wouldn't want to go out in it so i think you know again it's different strokes for different folks i mean i love the trend i mean there are a lot of like i love terry cloth in like an updated men's polo this summer i think those look really fresh and sharp and that's being shown a lot especially if it's in like a very thin you know uh terry it's not like a big thick you know bulky piece yeah um most of it can be Heavier, maybe not you know. cocktail party. Um, hey, one more before we go to break. Thank you all so much for the great. I love when we crowdsource. If you have something that you need us to crowdsource and and find a solution, please feel free to email us or or call us next week. We love doing this. Um, but one more from our friend Mitch, who is oh. out there shopping, oh, and she, she said be, yes. another great place for good deals on furniture, and this is a really good recommendation. Center for Lost. Objects. Oh, I've never heard of it's that. It's in St. Paul. You could hit up Keg and Case when you go there. It's very nearby. It's on West 7th. It's 957 West 7th Street. Thanks for the tip, Mitch. That's Maybe a great Mitch suggestion. Maybe Mitch can go over there and see if they have anything. Yeah, <laughs> right. Go scout it out for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> right. And they're open 11 to 7. The nice thing is a lot of these places um, that are, you know, they're open shorter hours, They but Saturday's a good day. Yeah. They're all open. So get out there. Okay. All right. We will be back with the tech report right after this. Welcome back. Shop Girls is just flying by today. Thank you all for listening and making it so fun. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. I won't take a minute more because you know she likes her time. It is time for the tech report. The internet is is a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's tech report. Well, you know, I have to start kind of with a warning because... Tech sector is slowing down. Was that the warning? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's much more important. What's that? And much more 
you know, up to the minute of things that could concern all of us as parents. Um, it would seem that robots, you know, they're doing all sorts of things now. Mm-hmm. But you have to be careful because they could break your finger. What? There is a seven-year-old boy who was competing in a Russian chess tournament, and he had his finger broken by his robot opponent. Jeez. This is really, it really isn't funny. I saw the film. Was the it. robot, like, it's, programmed to do that? Let's, let's no, get real. No, he didn't mean to. No, You're this, sure? No. This is, well, you never know. Um, the tournament official said it was partially the kid's fault. Because he apparently didn't give the robot enough time to respond to his move. And so the robot grabbed him when he reached for one of the pieces. But (laughs) still, he had to um, have his finger put in a plaster cast. Oh, my gosh. And then he still continued with the tournament. But in, I guess there is this video, that, you, and you can see how he's going to make his move on the board, and the robot just goes, pow! And, Dang! Yes. Watch out and, for yes. violent, competitive right. robots. Exactly. I mean, like, I don't think a, a person would have done that to him. Yeah. Um, but they did say there are no plans to ban the robot, but they will, you know, evaluate their safety procedures. No punishments, huh? And this boy is actually ranked as one of the top 30 chess players under nine years old in Moscow. Hmm. So he's, um, he knows what he's doing. He just needs to stay away from those dang robots. Okay. Cautionary tale. So that's why I don't do chess tournaments. That's the only reason. Mm -hmm. Sure. I can understand that. Um, you know, we always talk about emojis that come out. Always. We're always talking about the Unicode uh, consortium. You know, they're the ones who come up with all of the new emojis. Yeah. What's next? So what they've come up with now some I understand, and some not so much. There is a light blue heart. What do all the color hearts mean? Why are there different color hearts? Well, because we sometimes know? you want to go yellow or blue, or sometimes I mean, no you're talking about... Josh, do you know? I'm pretty sure it's just the inclusion factor of it. Yeah. The love is love type deal. Yeah. Oh. Well, yep. there's a gray one if you're feeling gray love. <laughs> so there's a new gray <laughs> it's a heart. gray love a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And a blue heart. There mm-hmm. is a donkey. There wasn't a blue heart. I swear there was a blue well, heart. I'm sorry, Ellie. It's new. It's light blue. I think there was a dark blue. <clears throat> and there is a moose and a blackbird, a hair pick, <laughs> uh, macarenas. Uh, or, excuse me. Yeah. No, maracas. Excuse me. Maracas. That's the dance. <laughs> like, what are you could use those with. What, is that? what shape does that take? No. When you're dancing, you can use Got them. it. Okay. Sure. There's a flute, a pea pod, ginger, a thing like that, you know, like a piece ginger? of ginger. Does it look like. How do you. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know why you would use that. But yes, I'm showing okay. it to you right as we uh-huh. see. The one that really throws me is a face, you know, all of the different, you know, with the hearts and the kisses and all the rest. It's a, like, supposed to look like it's shaking his head. Like, what? You know, that kind of look. Like, what like whiplash, surprise. Yes. And yes I like that. I could see using that. I yeah. could see that needing that more than ginger. Uh, yeah, Unless I, I was so. taking someone's sushi order and wanted to know if they wanted the ginger. What, what, it would what? be far easier to write it than look for the emoji, I think. But anyway, um, they also have the... Kanda symbol of the Sikh faith. So the final designs, though, are based on what the major companies like Apple and Google choose. 
but um, they, you know, so they, we don't know for sure if they all will make it, although they usually do wind up getting the approval. They'll finalize the list of new emojis in September, um, although usually they are accepted. And Apple then will need to release new versions of um, iOS and iPad you iOS know, and so forth to support them. I appreciate you bringing this to us. Thank and this you. This is good to know. Sure. I would say next year, yeah. I would like a an in-depth report on the process. For example, if there is an emoji that I personally need, could I petition the council, the, the international emoji you know, counselor, I have, to add it? I have talked about emojis in years past uh-huh. and if i remember right i think you can submit okay design okay but i can certainly look into please that do. and please do an do. in-depth report i appreciate that um okay so now the next thing that i was going to tell you about is what the minnesota twins are doing because they have done it before they are working with the esports company wisdom gaming and they will partner again to bring a pop-up gaming lounge to Target Field. And they'll have 10 gaming stations for baseball fans during 13 home games between August 15th and August 31st. It's called the Twins Gaming Dugout, and it'll be set up at the Town Hall Tavern, and it'll have video games like uh, MLB The Show 22, Minecraft, Roblox and so forth and it'll be on a first come first serve basis so you know you know if you want to play you got to get there early mm-hmm. um, and the team also plans to spotlight certain video game players right on their video board the main video board you know during the game so the fans can see how they're doing right um, and twins say this is a key form of entertainment it's keeps on growing and they think it brings in more diverse fans they've been doing this for a few years I think the twins you know, we were talking about this I'm, I'm going to just go out on a limb and say that I bet you read that at tcbmag.com and I'm going to go out on a limb and say you could be right. Yes, excellent. Glad that we could provide that news for That's you. That's right. Um, I just I think the Twins have been probably the well. First of all, baseball. Let's be honest, it's the most boring. But I think oh they've been the God, most. Oh my God! Don't ever say for- that in my presence. <laughs> they've been the most forward about adding more activities Absolutely. at the stadium. Yeah. No, it. it's a great idea. It brings more people in. Get a diverse crowd. And all that's right. That's always a good thing. Good report, Mom. Thank you. We'll be back with more Shop Girls right after this. Lead trainer. Did I say that right? Together, form Team Cobra. And you're listening to them right now on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I want it to understand. Promise you just hold my hand. Hold my hand. Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, you know what's next weekend, Mom? The 32nd annual Polo Classic. Wow. And it's one of those, it's kind of like when you get invited to a Kentucky Derby party and yeah. you're like, oh, that sounds fun. Oh my gosh, what am I going to wear? What in the world do you wear to the Polo Classic? You know what? What? I think we should ask an actual expert. Ah. Oh, that's okay. We could. 
We need an expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. She knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Hear that? We got an expert here. I got distracted by us having a uh, incoming phone call. Oh, I know. It's a lot. It's a lot to keep track of. Oh, my gosh, Josh, you're the best. And we do indeed have an actual expert on the line. Joining us now from Martin Patrick 3 in the North Loop of Minneapolis is store manager Haas Al-Ghasid. Haas, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So, Haas, if anybody knows the answer to this... How to look dapper outside. You know, it's one of those complicated events, right? There's like right. a specific dress code, but it's like it's summer. It could be warm. You don't want to sweat through your clothes. What is the optimal thing to wear to a polo classic? You know, the beauty of just think of like, you know, Kentucky Derby. That's the fun thing about uh, polo is that you can express a little more fashion. You can have a little more fun with fabrications. Um so your linens, uh, your cottons, your flowy dresses, um, those are always going to be really fun and easy to wear, especially if it's going to be a little hot day. But they have a little more color. They have a little more, you know, excitement than just like a regular business suit. You know, you can have a really fun linen sport coat with, you know, a seersucker pants, you know, um, linen shirts. You can have it opened a, a little bit. So it's a really fun time to dress up and out of the uh, your your normal wardrobe, I guess. You could and what say. Ab- what about hats? Are they absolutely required? You know, I would say yes. That's, really? Oh. <laughs> that's me. I think it's a fun thing. I mean, believe me, you don't have to always yeah. wear a hat, but <laughs> right. I think, um, especially for the ladies, there's so many fun options. Especially like uh, Karen Morris has a beautiful collection that um, actually will be featured there of the event and it just how often do you get to wear a hat you that's know true. Like that's often. the time to do it you that's know that's true what i wondered wait, has I even know one thing okay, what ahead, about Mom. the guys could they the wear the guys hats? they can wear hats absolutely you know the fedoras are coming back like we this season this year we've sold more hats than we've ever sold before really um, not baseball so that's the nice thing to have to see a lot of guys kind of you know, wearing that look, uh, it's an exciting thing to see. And do you feel like, um, Haas, like, are there rules about what kind of hats? Like, can it be a big floppy sun hat or does it have to be a little more trim? What what should it be? I think for this type of event, I think it's a, a little more uniqueness, a little more uh, ornate kind of hat would be a little bit more appropriate uh, versus just, a, you know, a solid, you know, like a, a sun hat, I think that's the, you see those all the time. But I think just to have a little more fun with them, especially on the ladies' side, yeah. the men's side, you can do a fedora, but you can have a little more excitement, you know, um, on the ribbons of them. But I think that's the time to have a little more excitement. Right. Are you going to be wearing a hat? Um, if I'm there, I will be wearing a hat. Yes. <laughs> okay. Are you okay. a seersucker suit kind of guy, Haas? On this kind of event, one hundred percent. I love that. <laughs> It's such a lightweight and it's so comfortable. Right. I love wearing something like that. I'm wearing a linen jacket right now, actually. What nice. color is it? <laughs> it's a, like a soft powder blue. Ooh, perfect. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, you, yep. So we should mention the Polo Classic. You can go to thepoloclassic.com. It's in Maple Plain, Minnesota. It's yes. on next Sunday, August 7th. There's going to be a fashion show, and it's the first time there's been a fashion show at the Polo Classic. I think I have that right. Correct, and we're super excited. You know, we're going to have about uh, four or five judges there. Um, 
there. It's just a, a fun time to do, and I think I hopefully, if all goes well, that you know can be repeated year after year. And and so you're judging. What, I mean, can and can anybody enter? Like, how is this going to work? What's the what's the competition? So it's uh, uh, Karen Morrison uh, kind of hat showing, uh, showing off her incredible hats. Um, I see. So it's just going to be like. A hat parade, essentially. Oh, very <laughs> yeah. fun. Very fun indeed. Does Martin Patrick Three still have a, a good stock of summer hats right now? It's not too late. You know what's great about this right now, because we featured uh, our uh, photo shoot with um, the Polo Classic a few months back, and everything that we actually featured is on sale right now, 60% off. Ooh. So anybody who wants or you know has inspiration to see like what we had in, uh, in our photo shoot, they can get those fun items that I was talking about without breaking the bank because you know stuff like this you wear once twice three times a year Mm -hmm. Uh, so a lot of times you don't want to some people don't want to invest that much in them but so this is a perfect time whether you want a beautiful dress whether you want a beautiful sport coat lightweight hat uh this is the time to come and buy them because most retailers are putting their um summer stuff on clearance yeah, so. well, that is yeah, a good that tip. that always starts off um, early. Haas, I, I yeah. wouldn't want to put you on the spot with something we hadn't talked about in advance. However, I'm going to do it anyway because I know you're <laughs> such a pro and you're going to know the answer. I don't know if you saw, there was a really fun story this week in the Wall Street Journal with a photo of all of the world leaders, all men, of course, gathered at the G7 summit. Wasn't there a woman in there? I thought there was Not one. in this photo. Oh, okay. And it was world leaders, including President Biden, and all of them were in suits, white shirts, and no ties. I wish I could have heard the conversation (gasps) where all of their assistants decided (laughs) that they weren't going to wear ties. And so the Wall Street Journal did a story about how to wear a suit without a tie more successfully than these world leaders because the critics agreed that they all looked sort of undone. Like they just forgot their tie? I think they did. Uh, I think it was literally they put on a suit and they just forgot a tie is what it looked like. (laughs) You know, that's... Why do you think they did that even? Why did they take the picture without the ties? To on? look relaxed. Well, that doesn't look right. Relaxed. Don't you think? I mean, I think, but I think that's the message they wanted to send was that they're they're they approachable. So they're yeah. just like all you know, sitting like down us. together. All and you world leaders are just like solving us. world problems. <laughs> but I thought I'm curious what your advice would be because I think a lot of guys. And first of all, do you agree, Huss, that like I mean, is the tie done? Do men not need to wear a tie? You know, honestly, it depends on the profession. You know, we still we have a lot of, for example, attorneys who are still wearing ties. Right. You know, we have a lot of, you know, business professionals who are still wearing ties. But it's, we're not selling it as much as we used to. Mm-hmm. Um, we are seeing a lot of, you know, the open collar. But the way that you would wear a suit without a tie, I think to add a, a fun pocket square that has a little more interest, to have a little more fun in the shirt, to have a little more maybe pattern in the suit, Mm-hmm. When you have that, I think you can easily pull the no-tie look. But I think a lot of times people wear a solid suit with a lot, a solid shirt and don't put a tie, and that's where it looks off. Right. Yeah. I think having pattern, having some more excitement in the other pieces, you can easily pull a no-tie look. Right. I would always recommend if you're not going to wear a tie, do a sport coat. I think that's a better 
an easier way to do it than yeah, wearing yeah. a suit without a tie. It looks more appropriate. And let, let's let Boris Johnson be a cautionary tale because <laughs> his, the collar of his white shirt was just like hanging outside of the suit. It did not look right. I think he looks disheveled on purpose. I think he that's always look. looks that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his hair always looks like he took an egg beater and kind of combed it. All due respect, of yeah. course. Well, right? he's almost out of there. But the other part of that is I think you're right. When it's a white shirt, Somehow it looks like it should be buttoned up with a tie. It just doesn't come off right. It doesn't come off right because you're like you forgot to wear a tie. You ran out of the house and you forgot to wear a tie. Yeah. If you're not going to do a tie, have more fun with it. Have more pattern. Have put a pocket square in there so you, it looks like you have an, another element of that, um, uh, more professional. Right. And yes, people don't want to wear a tie because they want to be more approachable, but. It doesn't always have to be the case. You can still wear a tie and be approachable. It right. just depends on how you wear it. Right. Yeah. Um, what about with weddings, Haas? Do you think that that a man should wear a suit and tie? Or, I mean, do you think you can go to a wedding? I, I'm talking about a fairly formal wedding. Do you think you can go without a tie to a wedding? I think if it's a formal wedding, you should wear a tie. Okay. Um, you know, we're, I think it's it's a nice uh, gesture uh, sign of respect for the, the invitation as well. Like when the invitation says formal, it usually may, means tie. Yeah. Uh, now, if it says black tie, then absolutely oh, the, you should yeah. not only wear a tie, you should wear a tuxedo. Um, right. But I think if it says formal, I think a tie is a very, very appropriate. We are seeing a lot more casual weddings here and there, so we just wear a you know, nice dress shirt or a sport coat yeah. uh, for that. But, but like uh, we we're invited to a wedding and it says cocktail wear, you know that's so all that's, it says. So that's a little more casual, you know. Okay. It's going to be a nice, fun sport coat with nice pants and maybe a pocket square. You don't have to necessarily wear a tie for that kind okay. of look. Interesting. I'm not going to. <laughs> You're not going to wear a tie. Okay. All right. But you tell your husband what okay. he needs to do. Um, Haas, before we let you go, when we talked earlier this summer and when we did our, like, how to work this summer story in Twin Cities business, and you were talking about what's selling, and you were saying that men are returning to, to dressing up a little bit, but with yes. some comfort touches, more elastic waistbands and things like that. What, what else are you seeing right now as men think about, you know, getting out to the office? Well, you know, we're seeing more and more people coming back, and which is great. Uh, we love that. I think, you know, uh, you have better interaction now with only uh, your fellow coworkers, but it's also just better for business all the way around in the neighborhood as well. Uh, we are seeing a lot of guys asking for suits, uh, surprisingly, but a lot of the draw is still uh, sport coats, dress pants, kind of silhouette, five-pocket kind of pants versus a dress pants. Mm. We're selling a lot more of that, which mm-hmm. is a little more relaxed kind of pants. Um, and the drawstring kind of phase is kind of actually taking just a little bit more of a step back because now the more and more professional you want to look, the drawstring more relaxed is kind of a lot more casual. So oh. it's just a, it's funny how just in the next just few months, you know, mm-hmm. The change of, of how, what people are asking for and how they want to look has changed. Um, we're, we're trying to keep up with just selling sport coats and suits at this point. Really? There, there's that much demand right now? There is. People are going back. You know, it used to be like, oh, one day a week. Now it's four days a week. Um, uh-huh. Before it was, you know, we've had a lot of um, companies coming back like, yeah, I had all my guys come back to work and they love it, you know. So, yeah. huh. And a lot of guys, you know, unfortunately, m- 
maybe uh, is fortunate for us, but they put on a few pounds. So, <laughs> you know, so we're, they're looking for new wardrobe. Right. Right. Not, not guys, wearing the same size they were pre-COVID. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, and same and vice versa. Like they might have lost and, you know, put on some, you know, put on a uh, really good, you know, they're in shape and they wanted something that, um, you know, Shows that shows off their features. That's yeah. right. Well, good advice. If you're looking for something, whether it's for the Polo Classic or just to 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 get back to the office or through the summer, go see Haas at Martin Patrick Three and um, check out the details. You can still get tickets for the Polo Classic next weekend. And now we we did this today, so you'd have plenty of time yep. to plan your hat and plan your outfit. Haas, thanks for all the great advice. Thank you so much for having us. Thank Absolutely. You. We will be back to wrap up the show. And we have a couple additional thoughts from our exciting conversation last week about Brad Pitt's skirt. We're going to wrap that up next. That's right. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie. My mother, Harmony, is here as well. Well, if you joined us last week, you um, probably heard the lively discussion and debate in which every single listeners of My Talk um, basically sided with my mother. Yep. And I was I, right. I, you're, I still <laughs> stand firm and I confirmed it with a, a I'll tell you after. But, okay. but basically, um, we were talking about Brad Pitt and the skirt moment on the red carpet. If you didn't hear it, it's worth going back and you can podcast um, last week's episode. Was that in hour two? That would have been? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think well, it was no, hour. No, no, no. It would have been hour one. It was Who's Luck. Oh, right. Okay. So hour yeah. one. So if you want to listen to that. But meanwhile, we have sort of an official well, wrap up. Yeah. And it's very interesting. And the Wall Street Journal came through with this again because uh, everyone knows he was promoting his upcoming movie, Bullet Train. And when he was asked by reporters why um, he was wearing this, he said the breeze because there was a heat wave. I but, mentioned that. Yes. Okay. But he also managed by doing it. There was certainly more of a method to his madness than that. And because of wearing this, according to Twitter, following the Berlin red carpet tweets mentioning Brad Pitt increased 63% compared with the week prior. And also he got the phrase bullet train premiere into publications that otherwise would never have even talked about it. I said that, so that it was, was a real brilliant publicity. He hadn't been well, on a red carpet. He looked good in it, and that was your first mistake. I, oh, no. <laughs> we have to go over this again. Yes. Well, I mean, we're not I going didn't to. Say, I didn't say that I thought he looked great. I said I thought that it was, he was making a statement, and that's what fashion does, that and you can say you something. I said, well, first of all, I said I don't mind seeing his legs ever. Yeah. That well, was fine. And that I thought it was a, a bold modern choice for a guy who is trying to connect well, with the Harry Styles generation and I'll tell you something I was having this conversation after the show with um a couple of people that I work with at Twin Cities Business who are perhaps a bit younger than I am yes. and then you are all due respect mother all due respect. and they had the same reaction which was they appreciated that he was trying to seem relevant that he was embracing um gender non-conforming okay, you know I, yeah, uh, I think apparel. you're more into it i think it was a business it, it, decision that was i think it was far more you know i think it was all of those things people talking and get his movie out there where people would read about it and talk about it that otherwise wouldn't what i thought was really interesting too is while he had this suit on the designer 
Nobody knows who he is. It was designed by Hans Nicholas Mott, and he's virtually unknown. He's a New York-based designer, carried in no stores, and operates a referral-only business, according to GQ. And he has no publicly available email, website, phone number, or address. The Wall Street Journal could not reach him. Oh, my gosh. How did Brad find him? I don't know. And do we think that Brad, I would also love to know the backstory of like, did Brad say to his stylist, you know what? I think I really want to wear a skirt on the red carpet. And then they went out and sourced that suit. I would love to know the story too. I, because I would tend to think more that maybe somehow this guy, you know, or through somebody else yeah. knew this guy does this and said, know. you know, that could be interesting. But if we continue with your theory yes. about the business decision, that would suggest that he went looking for a, a skirt. Josh, I'm curious. You're going to start wearing skirts? <laughs> I mean, how much can I get paid to do so? <laughs> I don't know. Talk to Brad Pitt. Yeah. Find, uh, yeah, find out quite a bit if done, you're him. You know, and Tom <laughs> Lorenzo, who we've actually had on the air, who yes. do all the, yeah. the fashion uh have a fashion website and all that. They think that, you know, right now there is this whole frenzy on the red carpet of men dressing in all these kind of wilder outfits and, you know, unusual looks. And he thinks that that's the look right now. And then that's going to ebb and we're going to suddenly get back to more formal wear um, as people get kind of exhausted with the, they say the look at me Mm. kind of, looks interesting so get more conservative all right we have just a couple minutes remaining let's do some steals and deals Today is the final day of the Textile Center's annual garage sale. Um, Lots of good uh, um, textiles, yarn, thread, notions, sewing machines, magazines, books, buttons, tools, and more going on today until 4 p.m. Check it out. That'll be a good one. And it's always fun to to have a reason to swing by the Textile Center. Um, It is, of course, at 3338 University Avenue Southeast. Um, Mercury Mosaics, which is a really amazingly cool tile studio in and in such a a great building. Um, They are doing a warehouse sale with artisan ceramic tiles Mm. at up to 70 (laughs) percent off. Um, great deals and uh, it's fun just frankly to see their space. It's in the Thorpe building at 18th and Central Avenue Northeast in Minneapolis. Um, they say head to the back of the building, Dock 12, which is right near Tattersall Distillery. So you could get a drink, <laughs> shop for some great Ooh, deals on ceramics. And that's going on today until five o'clock. Last chance to get there. Um, Wild Isles, the locally based swimsuit brand. They're doing a sample sale, um, and that's taking place in Hopkins at 607 Second Street in Hopkins. Um, They've got sample sizes and things that are marked down to like um, 50 to 80 percent off. They specialize in larger cup sizes and how cool it's a local brand to to celebrate. And they've got like hundreds of pieces, mix and match suits that they and as well as like overstock and imperfects and they're closing it all out. And Anthropology has a a deal with you can bring back your um, jeans 
and get $20 off of a new pair. This goes from now through August 7th. You can recycle your denim in any of the anthropology stores and get $20 off of a new full-priced pair of jeans of $100 or more. Good deal. Love it. Good time to shop. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us.